Good evening and welcome to the Chadcast. I'm your host Tad Log, and today I'm coming to you from in the actual woods. <laughs> Many know I'm a proud lumberjack, come from a lumberjacking family. <laughs> My granddad started his business at age 15, chopping up kindling and walking it to around the houses in his village or town he lived in. He started off with kindling, and at one point, he was almost a millionaire, according to my cousin Sean G. That is S E A N G E. Anyone knows him? Knows he's a rum lad from Weatherby. Oh, it'd be good to get him on podcast, actually. It'd be a funny podcast. <laughs> so, today, I'm joined by nobody but. We'll see what happens, because we've got a breakdown. We're literally stranded in the woods. The digger, well, the new Holland, has sprung a leak with transmission fluid. So, anyone who doesn't know anything about transmission fluid, transmission fluid is red. So it literally looks like the digger is bleeding. So the noise you heard then, that is me opening one of the gates to let the mechanic in. Because of the particular place where we are, I'm having to walk around 30 minutes <laughs> to open these gates for, for, for the mush. Good mechanic he is, he's called Ross, Ross Mitchell I believe. <laughs> and anyone needs any mechanicing done or anything like that or needs to buy any machines, I'd go see him, he'll sort you out. Really good guy, Kushti. So, we've had, last episode, we had Bat and Richie having the Nunchuck exhibition that was over a year in the making. <laughs> During the first lockdown, me and a few lads, Bat and Richie, Kai as well, we were training with Bass Rutan. I personally did 10 weeks every single day with him. So what's that, 10 by seven? <laughs> I did 70 sessions with Mr. Rutan. I learned quite a lot, he's a real, he puts a lot of emphasis on reloads. And I've ended up talking about fighting again. I apologize for people who are enjoying their talk about the tractor bleeding because we'll go back to that right now so the tractor looks like it has been gashed a big gash but i don't know where it's coming from we've had a couple of problems today so on the log grab crane that rides on the back of the ford tractor that actually sprung a leak so what happened with that went to get some oil this morning started to fill it up when I got back put the whole fucking 20 litre tub in and it decides to start seeping out of what must be a hairline hairline crack in the actual tank asked me dad how much do you reckon you better get that repaired then and he says a fucking lot of money we also had a problem uh, another problem this morning so the pr- other problem this morning was we'd actually run out of diesel 
in the big diesel tank last week we got right down right down to the fucking dregs and all the shit has ended up getting fucking clogged up it won't come in through so I sort that out this morning we had fucking oil filters off uh, diesel filters off and everything and to get a new one it's about 100 quid which seems uh, awfully a lot expensive so what we did the mechanic he put one that we took off in 2011 we took that filter off in 2011 and it got put back on today 10 years ago 10 years ago it got taken off and we put it back on I don't know why the fuck he still had it fucking sitting there fucking should have been scrapped in a long time ago well anyway we've got a 10 year old filter on now and it seems to be doing a trick although to get it to work I had to do something quite disgusting and people who know me know I suffer with a little bit of asthma and that affects me breathing out I can breathe in completely fine but it's me breathing out that's affected by the asthma because the Bass Root and O2 trainer that's, I've physically trained my lungs to pull air through a pin dot but it's just getting rid of the air that actually reminds me I was talking well I wasn't talking I left a couple of comments and I got a reply a couple of a few days ago from Dr Alex Grishewin in his video the other day that he put in the boot camp of Bass Rootland's R2 boot camp we're talking about breathing rates and he's the lead head surgeon in the pulmonary care department of whatever where he works in the company works in America and he was saying that um, yeah your heart rate should never go above 220 minus your age so I'm 25 so he's saying my heart rate should never go above 195 and he also says if you can't speak so for example I'm out of, out of breath a bit now from walking out gear on and I can physically talk fine so keep pushing on but what he was saying he was saying if you can't say I'm breathing normally without taking a breath in between you need to have a rest let that sink in because how many people do, do I do you do other listeners know that train to where they can't speak anymore I certainly know I were getting to that point at least once a session where I couldn't speak a word not even one word I had to have a few seconds but apparently that's bad for you and you should be calling 911 well obviously not in the UK you wouldn't be calling 911 you'd be calling uh, fucking 999 wouldn't you so I've nearly got to the second gate it's taken me 7 minutes and 30 seconds I made some good time actually talking to you guys really spurred me on we'll see what happens when we get there so the views I'm seeing right now I'm stood in the middle of a field with a track going from one end of a field to the other end of the field right through the middle of the field 
and I've got a field on my right and a field on my left and another field on my left and a motorway on my left. So if you've ever been going down here one end and you've looked over to your left, you're going, well, so I suppose it'd be in the general direction of Leeds, so I suppose that'd be going, um, going north. If you look left, you might have seen me riding on the back of the van coming down here just on the tow bar. Because fuck getting in and out when you can just ride on the tow bar. So much fucking easier. And all these fucking pansies nowadays don't know what the fucking going on about. I am physically more comfortable standing in the JCB bucket driving about than I am inside the cab. I can rely on myself. That's a big thing. You need to know to be able to have confidence to rely on yourself in many situations. Because it is up to you. No matter what happens, your own safety is always down to you. Companies can put in so many things, health and safety wise, that'll fuck the job up. But it can still go wrong because it is down to you. I don't want to hear any fucking comments saying, Oh, my boss won't do this, my boss won't do that, so I hurt myself. No. You knew the job. Get it done. Look after yourself. I'm so fucking sick of pansies, man. Fucking pansies. I'm getting angry now thinking about people, man. Tell you something, if anyone's listening to this and they're thinking about coming for a job with me in the future, you best not smoke fucking roll-ups and you best not be a fucking pansy. Because if you, that's one of my granddad's rules, it wouldn't employ anyone who smoked roll-ups. I smoke roll-ups, but I was his fucking grandson. So fuck yous. Sorry about that. I'm... So I've arrived at the second gate and I am opening the lock for the mechanic. Bear with me a few seconds. Right, that's open for him. Can get the actual fucking gate opened. So there we are. Task complete, although I don't think I should start walking back. I believe I should wait here for him. Because if I wait here for him, then I'll get a fucking lift back, won't I? Well, jump on his tail bar, tail bar anyway, fuck it. He's got a nice pickup. He's on his way, he's just bending some up right now. So, whenever I've left my fucking cigs over at the fucking digger, now I'm pissed off because I've fucking just noticed that. So I could have fucking right had a nice cig right about now. Oh well, no cigs for Tommy. Tom the log, Tad the log. So the next few guests I'm looking to get on the Tadcast, I'm looking to get a certain firefighting kickboxer on. What name, no names. I'm also waiting for a certain doily to get back to me. He's expressed his interest as well. I wonder if this fucking parcel hold my weight. It's quite a fucking high one. Oh fuck. Yeah, I don't. I shouldn't sit on this. Fucking hell. I'm gonna go fucking into a farm bush. 
Nearly cut my ear off through a thorn bush. Last time I got stabbed by a thorn bush. I were out on a ramble with a seven foot character, Big Steve. And uh, going across some old railway lines, I believe. Ended up on a viaduct where there were time capsule. But anyway, we carried on along the old fucking rickety viaduct. Not the main viaduct in Tadcaster. This is actually a secret viaduct that not many people know about. So anyway, carried on through and I got a thorn in my neck. It didn't go in my skin. It just clinged onto me and I was able to get it removed. But ever since I've had a fucking lump in that position. It's certainly not as big as a couple of days after. Because a couple of days after it swelled right up and you could physically see it, but now it's just a little, little, little pea-sized lump. So I wonder what that fucking could be. Yeah, I'm with it just in 13 minutes of me rambling on to myself. So we got two guests waiting. If any people listening right now have Twitter, we are... We have a Tadcast account at Jack Schofield. Is uh, running it. It's Tad underscore cast. The mechanic is here. Let's see if I can get him on the Tadcast. I don't think he'll want to be on the Tadcast, but oh well. I'll pause it. So I'm now in the mechanic's car. Although I'm not stood on the tub, I'm stood in his little back pickup bit. It's quite cushy actually. Could get used to this, it's better than being in digger bucket. I can sit down and have a little, little relapse. Oh fuck! The, the bumper says not, not very, uh, not very comfortable, comfortable, but it is what it is, as Max Holloway always says. So we're about halfway through the field now, and I'm riding in the back of the fucking back of the truck. Not long left until we're over getting the repair. I am. Fuck it, I'm nearly getting chucked out. Oh, here we go. He's put his foot down now. He's put his foot down now. Fucking hell. I can see me in my weekend flying about in the bloody back window. So, uh, I suppose we're coming up to 15 minutes now. Just a little catch up from me, because I haven't done another episode in a while. I'll see you next time, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. And come in for a bonus segment. I've just been joined by Dave House. How are you going, Dave? Very well. I love it for seeing you all, man. Hey. So, for a bit of backstory, Dave is the caretaker of the estate. Basically, what's your official title, Dave? Warden. Warden, there you go. So I'm the warden of the. Uh... Right, I'll be able to get that. So, what what happens on a daily basis being the warden of Parlington Estate? Just keeping my eye on these woodmen, because they're a pair of rough bastards. <laughs> I still like having cab. Yeah, yeah, my dad, my dad's fucking in there. He's just sitting down, bloody keeping his ass warm. Yeah. So, how long have you been warding on the state then, Dave? I've been coming on here, set up 79 next week. 
and I've been born officially two years now. Officially two years? Uh, and what's the craziest thing that's happened while you've officially been a warden? No, it's still boring like it's always been. <laughs> still boring. <laughs> no alters. Right, cheers for that interview, Dave. Right, well. I best get helping him, otherwise he's going to start kicking off. Really?